Section 4 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 8, December 1897. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Delta of the Mississippi River by E. L. Corthell, C. E. D. S. C., etc. Abridgment of paper read before the Geographical Section of the British Association for the Advancements of Science, Toronto, August 24, 1897. The Mississippi Delta proper extends over 100 miles by the course of the river above the city of New Orleans. The materials composing this great mass of sedimentary deposit have been partly disclosed by numerous artesian wells, which have from time to time been driven for the purpose of obtaining, if possible, potable water. The most notable instance, and where probably the most careful observations were made, is the artesian well at Lafayette Square, New Orleans. At a depth of 1,042 feet, the tool was broken and the work ended, but driftwood was pumped up at the last foot. Many interesting facts bearing upon the question of the geological formation of the Mississippi Delta were brought to attention two years ago through the investigations and discussions connected with an engineering question which arose between the executors of the late Mr. James B. Eads and the War Department as to what is the legal plane of reference for ascertaining the depths and widths of channel which Mr. Eads was required by the law of the Federal Congress to maintain between the deep water of the South Pass of the Mississippi River and the Gulf of Mexico. On Belize Bayou, which leads out to the Gulf from one of the now unused passes of the river, stands an old Spanish magazine built over two hundred years ago. At the time of building the jetties at the mouth of the South Pass, this magazine was in a fair state of preservation. The exterior was intact, and there were no cracks which would indicate settlement, the building standing perfectly level, but with the surface of the water stretching across the arch which crowned the entrance door, the sills of which must have been at least ten feet below the water. That was in the year 1877. Nineteen years later, a part of the structure had been removed, but enough of the roof and arches remained to show that the subsidence had continued steadily during that period of nineteen years, at about the same rate as during the preceding two hundred years. It may be stated that this rate, both from this instance and from other information, is at the mouth of the Mississippi about one-half of one-tenth of a foot per annum. Numerous illustrations going to prove the general subsidence of the delta lands might be stated. Not only are these lands unstable in a vertical direction, but they are often found to be so in a lateral direction. It is an interesting engineering as well as physical fact that an accurately measured baseline, exactly 700 feet in length, was found, after a lapse of five years, to be 712 feet in length. It has been found impracticable to maintain with sufficient accuracy, for reference purposes, benchmarks, level heights, and tide gauges. This subject is quite fully discussed in the report of the Mississippi River Commission for 1894, pages 2,794 to 2,797, where the following important statement is made. Quote, Discrepancies in benchmarks and level heights and gauges could only be satisfactorily accounted for by the most plausible explanation of the subsidence of the whole delta, making gauges and benchmarks at the mouth of the South Pass unreliable. Unquote. This remark is made by Mr. J. A. Ockerson, 
assistant engineer to the commission on page two thousand six hundred ninety seven of the same report the commission itself confirms mr Ockerson's statement by its own opinion as follows quote, the main object of this resurvey was to elicit some information bearing upon the question of the stability of the land about the mouth of the river in the report of assistant engineer Ockerson, appended to the report of the secretary a number of figures and comparisons are given based upon this survey and prior ones indicating a progressive depression of the alluvial delta near the mouth of the river unquote. an interesting diagram designed to show the changes referred to assumes that either the tide gauge had gone down or the level of the gulf had gone up over one foot in twenty years numerous pertinent facts might be brought forward to show in addition to the above that the lands had gone down and that the gulf level had not changed it is a fact well known to people living in the delta of the mississippi that large tracts of land were long ago abandoned in consequence of overflow by gulf waters due to the sinking of the lands the conditions are very different now from those existing prior to the construction of levees there are at present no annual accretions of sedimentary matters from the periodical overflows of the river these accretions formerly were little more than equal to the annual subsidence of the lands as to the question of the rising of the gulf level careful investigations and inquiries around the entire gulf coast from yucatan to florida disclose no indications of any such elevations the factors informing the great hydraulic conditions of the gulf operate so steadily from year to year and from cycle to cycle that we should naturally expect that with the exception of small annual changes due to wind and tides the mean surface of the gulf would remain practically at the same level the difference in precipitation fluvial discharge into the gulf and evaporation is very slight as compared with the great current forces that make and maintain the gulf level from very careful observations it may be stated that the mean precipitation river discharge and evaporation amount all told to a little over three cubic miles per day this volume sinks into utter insignificance when compared with that produced by the inflowing current of the yucatan channel which according to a calculation for lieutenant pillsbury's current observations hurls the enormous quantity of six hundred and fifty two cubic miles of water per day into the gulf the geology of the delta of the mississippi is an interesting local study the effect of the withholding by the levees from the great areas of the delta of the annual contributions of sedimentary matters and the steady though slow subsidence of these areas is one which should be taken into account in deciding the important question of how to protect the people from the flood waters of the river no doubt the great benefit to the present and two or three following generations accruing from a complete system of absolutely protective levees excluding the flood waters entirely from the great areas of the lower delta country far outweighs the disadvantages to future generations from a subsidence of the gulf delta lands below the level of the sea and a gradual abandonment due to this cause while it would be generally conceded that the present generation should not be selfish yet it is safe to say that the development of the delta country during the twentieth century by a fully protective levee system at whatever cost to the riparian states and the federal government will be so remarkable that people of the whole united states can well afford when the time comes to build a protective levee against the gulf waters as the city of new orleans has done on a small scale against the sea waters of lake pontchartrain and as holland has done for centuries 
and is now about to do on a still larger scale in removing the sea waters themselves in the great projected reclamation of the lands submerged by the zyder zee mr eads once said in an eloquent speech on the subject of the importance of the mississippi river and its delta channels to the sea quote, this giant stream with its head shrouded in arctic snows and embracing half a continent in the hundred thousand miles of its curious network and coursing its majestic way to the southern gulf through lands so fertile that human ingenuity is overtaxed to harvest their productiveness has been given by its immortal architect into the jealous keeping of this republic End of section four